it's so important that you practice elevating your income versus cutting expenses because you are growing your capacity to receive more money. You are growing your capacity to earn more money. And it feels so good. Once you find the one person that says, oh my God, yes, I do need to hire a tutor. And I know that you're the best teacher at my children's school. So maybe I'm going to do it again. You are listening to the Say Hola Well podcast, a show dedicated to the stigmatize the idea of wanting more money. More money, more options for you, your family, and our community to become financially free. I am your host, Lucy King. I am on a mission to help decolonize wealth for Latinas, and here is how I do it. I talk about building generational wealth through a holistic lens. I give you the strategies, the mindset, and the ideas to create generational wealth and also break away from a culture of silence. Ya sabes, that believe that in our cultura, no se habla de dinero. We don't talk about money. I am a first-gen investor who went from believing I had to work mentally and physically hard for money to now having multiple investment accounts and run a business that I love. I am a mom, a wife, speaker, and author ready to help you create wealth beyond your ancestors' wildest dreams. Welcome to the Say Hola Well podcast. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to follow us on social if you are loving the podcast, want to build community, and you want to learn creative ways to increase your income. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, and of course, on our website at www.sayolawell.com. If you feel inspired by any of the episodes, it will mean the world to me if you can leave us a written review on Apple Podcasts. This is how other mujeres find us. Welcome back to episode 100. I am so excited to be recording this podcast episode because I still remember all of the fears and the butterflies I had when I first launched the podcast. And now look at us. We continue to have money conversations and we are just creating a movement that is teaching Latinas how to create generational change. And so in today's episode, I want to talk to you about four easy ways to save $1,000 in 30 days. I'm going to talk to you about why it's so important for you to practice the skill of savings and automation. I'm going to talk to you about how shifting from no spending days to elevating your income challenge is going to serve you because as I don't believe in cutting expenses. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. We don't need to continue to do that. I'm going to talk to you about how to be mindful about retail therapy. And lastly, I'm going to give you some ideas on how you can make this challenge so much fun that you are able to really create the $1,000 in 30 days. Okay, so let's go ahead and dive in. First of all, I want to share a little bit about my saving story with you because I was someone who had a hard time saving money. And when I'm talking about having a hard time saving my money, I'm talking about when I left my corporate career, I had $2,000 in a checking account. It wasn't even a savings account. And I still remember how bad I felt because I was transitioning into now 
becoming a stay-at-home mom at that point, and I didn't have the financial security that I needed. And I still remember feeling so much shame for having to depend on my husband's income. And I know for some of you, maybe that's what you do and you're comfortable with it and that's okay. But for me, I wasn't comfortable doing that. And so one of the first things that I did when I started my well-building journey is I wanted to get so clear on how to create this financial stability that I didn't have growing up. And savings was something that really allowed me to dive deep into what it means to be consistent, what it means to really create the habits that are needed to not just help you become financially free, but also become like the wealthiest mujer of your dreams, okay? And so one of the things that I want you to do this year, and really from now on, once you start doing it, you have to keep doing it, okay? Is practice the skill of savings and automation. For example, if you don't already have a high yield savings account, that's the first step that you want to take. Your savings need to be separated from a checking account. So if you are managing your dinero with a solely checking accounts and all of your money is going into a single account, that's the first thing that you need to break away from. You need to have a high yield savings account where you put your savings. And the other thing is I want you to rename that savings account. For example, in my case, my emergency fund is not called my emergency fund because I don't believe in saving for an emergency. I believe in saving for a peace of mind. That's the name of my emergency fund. I have clients who name their peace of mind like fuck you fund and that's okay. I have other clients that call it a stability fund and that's fine. And so give it a name. You can log in into your bank account, rename it. And that is literally the first mindset hack that is going to allow you to start saving your first thousand in 30 days. Now, the benefits of you opening these high yield savings is that the moment you put money into this account, your money is already going to be working for you. If you put $100, $200, $50, $25, it doesn't matter, it's going to be working for you. And this is one of the fundamental things that I teach my clients. And they always tell me like, oh my God, Lucy, it sounds too good to be true. And I always say, yeah, it does until you have the evidence that you need to understand that your money can work for you. And I love having conversations with my clients when they get their first dividend pay and, you know, they, they text me or we have an app that we use to communicate with private clients. And so they'll screenshot me their account and they're like, oh my God, my money make me $30. My money made me $150. My money made me like $1,000. And so it's so important that you understand that having your money in a regular saving account or checking account is not serving you. You need to have it in a high yield savings. The other thing that I want you to make sure that you do is you need to automate your transfers at least for the first 30 days when you're doing this challenge. If it's easier for you to transfer, let's say, a smaller amount versus bigger amounts, that's okay, but you have to automate it. And in fact, for the whole year, this is what I want you to do. I want you to automate your savings. So treat it as a another bill that you have every month, your cell phone bill, your insurance, your car insurance, whatever it is that you have automated. That's exactly how you automate your savings, okay? And the reason why you want to do this is because if you haven't mastered the habit of savings, you want to make it so simple that your brain is, yeah, we're saving. Don't make it a big deal. 
even though it is a big deal because you are saving for financial um, stability, okay? Now, the next step, number two is don't go into this trend or no spending days as you're trying to save money. Because when you go into the capitalist belief that you have to cut your expenses, that you have to like avoid and restrict yourself from spending so you can save money, you create more and your body doesn't like that. So instead of that, what I want you to do is I want you to practice elevate your income days. What does it mean? It means that you are already getting paid for a skill set. For example, if you work in, I'm going to make this up right now, okay? Let's say that you work in a school as a school teacher. You are already getting paid for the skill set. So rather than practicing, oh my God, I'm going to cut expenses. I shouldn't do these, right? Like bad, I'm bad with money. I want you to shift into, I am going to find out how can I utilize the skills that I already have? And then I'm going to apply or I'm going to create another income strip within the skills that I already have. For example, if you are a teacher, there is a platform that I love called Varsity Tutors where you can apply to get a tutoring job on the side. And I'm not talking about make it your full-time job. I'm talking about make it like once, twice a month side hassle so you can create more income, okay? And so it's so important that you practice elevating your income versus cutting expenses because you are growing your capacity to receive more money. You are growing your capacity to earn more money. And it feels so good. Once you find the one person that says, oh my God, yes, I do need to hire a tutor. And I know that you're the best teacher in my children's school. So maybe I'm going to do it again. And here's the best part about varsity tutors is that you get to decide who you want to work with, okay? So you go through a process where they let you know, hey, this mom or this dad is looking for a tutor in this subject. Do you want to work with? Them? And so they don't pay me anything for saying this. I just really like them. I utilize them and, and they work wonders for me. So again, Shift your identity from not spending into elevate your income. Now, there are also multiple freelancing jobs that you can literally just find to charge $500 and you will be able to create this challenge and fulfill the challenge of saving $1,000 in 30 days. But here's the thing. I don't want you to believe that you need to have 220,000 things to save your first $1,000 in 30 days. All it takes is a decision, okay? So with that being said, let's go ahead and take a break. If this podcast resonates with you and you are ready to embrace becoming financially free and build generational wealth, I would like to invite you to apply to work with me privately. It is the most intimate way to connect with me and you will be fully supported to achieve your financial goals once and for all. Here's what past clients have said about working with me. One of my clients said, I feel confident in ways I can invest my money. You have helped me connect the dots on how investing truly works. It is simple, fun, and less scary than I thought. Another client said, I have so much clarity on the mindset blockers that were holding me back from increasing my wealth. And many of my clients have said that investing in financial coaching has been one of the best investments they ever made. 
if you are ready to see these mujeres and their beautiful faces, go ahead and head over to my Instagram account so you can hear it directly from them. And make sure that you click on the highlights under results. And if you feel inspired, go ahead and schedule a call today using the link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. Welcome back. We are going to dive into step number three, which is being mindful of retail therapy. And in case you haven't heard the term retail therapy, that means that you love to buy things, not only when you're sad or depressed or anxious, but actually you're also buying things when you're extremely happy. All of the things that I just described are things that I experienced. And so in the past, I used to really dive into retail therapy whenever I was feeling stressed about my job. And so I would go to the mall literally every Friday after I got my paycheck and I will spend $300, $400 in clothes just to make me feel good because I was so stressed about my nine to five. Now, since I shifted into a coaching business, consulting business, I find myself also getting so excited when my clients have like audacious money moves. I find myself driving myself to the mall because I'm so happy and I feel like I just want to celebrate them. And for me, because I am a recovering like over spender, I find myself driving myself to the mall and getting ready to spend money now because my body doesn't know or I guess I'm getting better at it, but because my body doesn't know the difference between, oh my God, I am so excited. Like I can just celebrate and be happy. I don't have to go. What I do is at the beginning of my journey to help me overcome impulsive overspending or retail therapy, I will still allow myself to drive to the mall, driving to buy things. And what I will do is I will park outside the mall. And then before I went in, I will practice what I call the mindful flow. And so I will just literally put my hand on my chest and I will be asking myself, how am I feeling? Which it was always like, I'm freaking happy because my clients are killing it. <laughs> and so I will just ask myself again, how are you feeling? I, I feel happy. I feel excited. Why are we here? And I will answer myself like, I'm here because I want to buy clothes. And then I will ask myself, do we actually need those clothes or can we just be okay with coming here? but we don't have to go. And so I practiced that probably at least seven times. And then after that, now I created self-awareness. And so now I don't go to the mall. I don't drive to the mall because I changed the way I buy and consume clothes. I'm pretty big on supporting Latina brands. So I don't go to the mall anymore. I also plan my expenses, like my shopping and all of that. But what I want you to take away from these uh, retail therapy is that Sometimes we put a lot of emphasis of, oh my God, I'm, I'm shopping or overspending because I feel so sad or I feel stressed, but also we can overspend when we're happy. I want you to be mindful of this. The other thing that I love about being aware that shopping makes me happy because it does to this day i don't like going to the mall but shopping does make me happy and so one of the things that i do is i always practice like the 24 hour window of if i see something that i like i add it to an online cart but i don't buy it right then i always wait 24 hours just to see if i actually need it and so if you are not practicing that i highly recommend it because the next day you can come back and say well do i actually need it or was i just excited because 
maybe my husband told me something cool. My boss gave me a nice praise or was I just sad? And was I just wanting to fulfill this role that I was feeling, right? So that has served me so well. And in case you're wondering, like, how much money was she able to save? So I was able to save my first $1,000 in 30 days in 2019. And now I'm able to have a six-figure savings because I've mastered the skill of savings. That is the first skill that you need to master and it's going to serve you so well. The last thing is you have to make it fun. If you truly want to save your first thousand dollars in 30 days, you have to make it so fun that you just can't wait to contribute to it. Okay, here are some of the things that I have done, some of the things that my clients have done and some of the things that are really helping my clients have that cash. Okay, so what I've done is in the past, because I was dealing with a lot of limiting beliefs. Right? I was still dealing with a lot of financial trauma. I decided to do a positive thinking challenge. So what I did is I went to the bank and I got cash, like physical cash, and I created a jar. I labeled it like limiting beliefs. Okay. And so anytime I had a limiting belief about my ability to build wealth as a first-gen Latina, I will put $5 into this jar. The other thing I've done is there was a time in my life where I was doing the F word like nonstop. And so I told myself, every time I say the bad word, like that fuck word, I'm going to put $5 here, right? Another thing that I've done is with my husband, for the month of February, we practice because we don't we're not big on like Valentine's and gifting or buying anything. What we've done is we practice gratitude. What we've done is every day for 28, 29 days, depending on what year it was, we started to create these like mindful quotes for each other and then put it in a jar. And then every time we had a quote or a practice, we will say, okay, that's $5 or that's $10. And then that's how we were able to come up with the money. The other thing you can do is you can look at the things that you already have. I feel that we already we have so much, I don't know, we give so much love to clothes or shoes. And so another thing that I've done is to declutter. I've created a like a fancy dress swap with my friends where we came together and said, hey, let's do a gathering where we swap like our fancy dresses, but also bring an extra one or two to essentially sell to another friend that comes to the event and then get money from it. And so we were able to do that. It was so much fun for us that we were not even feeling that, oh my God, we're restricting ourselves because we've made it super fun. Another thing that my clients have done is they have gone around because they're so into social media. And I said, okay, anytime you feel that you need to buy something on social media, Pretend that you're buying whatever it is, like the shirt, the dress, the headband. And rather than buying, rather than pushing that, yes, buy now, look at the amount that you want to buy. Let's say it's $25 or $50. And then put that money into your high yield savings, which they already opened. And then that's how they're able to create all of these $1,000 in 30 days. So let me just recap the four things that we discussed on the podcast, okay? Number one, we talk about practice the skill of saving and automation. Number two was, I want you to shift 
from no spending days into elevate your income challenge days. Number three, we talk about how to be mindful of retail therapy. I share with you my story with overspending, driving to the mall and just waiting outside or go in. And then number four is I talk to you about the importance of making it fun. So if you found any good nuggets in this podcast, make sure that you share it with another friend, your amiga, perhaps invite them to become part of this challenge with you. And if you love the episode, make sure that you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I am here to help you and give you all of the good cheats made on how I am becoming the best version of myself by normalizing money conversations and also by making sure that I'm mindful of the things that I do when it comes to saving and of course, investing my dinero. So thank you again for listening and I will see you next week. What if I told you there is a way to get paid for the skills, knowledge, and the expertise you already have? Introducing Hefas and Wealth, a private offer for the beginner and aspiring coach who wants to build a business where they can make money while pursuing financial freedom and of course create more impact in our community. There are million ways to make a million and you might be sitting on the best idea that you can monetize. If you are ready to learn more, make sure you check the link in the show notes. On the Say Hola Well podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general information purposes and it does not constitute legal accounting, tax, or other legal advice. Listeners should not act upon the content information without seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professionals. We assume no responsibility for the information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liabilities with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liability for errors, inaccuracy, omissions, misleading, or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated content constitute an explicit understanding of acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.